Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the pod. Sally here, as per usual. And it's another guest episode today on how to love the shit out of life. Before I reveal who my guest is, just a few quick bits and bobs that I always like to get through. As always, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for your support and your love. Thanks for telling your fam your mates about how to love the shit out of life. I love it. I just love all of you. Uh, At the moment, there's probably a number of you still in lockdown, as am I. So I hope that this podcast brings you some much needed joy in a really crappy time. You are probably listening to this podcast on one of several platforms. So how to love the shit out of life is available on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, SoundCloud, and Spotify. You can also access all of the episodes at my website, www.howtolovetheshitoutoflife.com. Chuck on a forward slash podcast. They're all there. Very easy to access. Now, on to the nitty-gritty of today's episode. As I said earlier, it is a guest episode. And today's guest is a woman by the name of Alexis Bowen. Alexis runs and owns an organization based in Southwest Sydney called The Bin Chicken. Yes, I think it's one of the best business names I've ever heard. Uh, Shout out to the bin chickens out there. The Ibis gets a bad rap, but uh, a beautiful creature. I think, you know, misunderstood, I would say. Uh, Anyway, The Bin Chicken. So Alexis runs this organization with her husband, Uh, Her little kitties are involved as well. And it's been going for, I think, about 18 months now. And basically her aim with the Bin Chicken is to really create more awareness in the local community here in Southwest Sydney about the environment, about how to take better care of our environment, you know, better recycling practices, uh, you know, stopping the litter that goes on in the community, all those things. She has some big dreams for the bin chicken, uh, which she does share with us on this episode. But I think the most important thing that comes across from Alexis is, well, actually there's two things. I think she gives some really great key simple tips on how to be better when it comes to environmental sustainability and how you can do your part, how we can do our part for the environment. But the other thing that really shines through is her passion, her love for the environment, her love for making it fun, making, you know, recycling something that's not just this chore and it's too hard and it's too overwhelming. It's something you enjoy doing. And the passion that comes through her in this conversation is palpable. Uh, I hadn't met Alexis prior to organizing this episode. I've come across her social media, which I love, Um, And I feel like she's someone who I could totally have a beer with at the pub and look, let's, let's hope that once lockdown is over, we can do that. She's an absolute champion. Um, She has a great sense of humor. She's, as I said, very passionate. She cares deeply. And I think it comes across through everything she says in this episode. So I'm going to stop rambling and let you enjoy the latest episode of the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. Hello and welcome to the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. I am very excited to be talking about environmental sustainability with Alexis Bowen. 
Alexis runs the Bin Chicken, a business that is aiming to change the recycling and environmental mindsets of Southwest Sydney. So welcome to the podcast, Alexis. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm oh. so grateful and love what you are doing. And you're like a writer and you're super clever. So thank you so much for having me. I would like to start off by acknowledging that we are meeting virtually on the stolen lands of the Darawal people. And I would like to acknowledge the Darawal people as the traditional custodians of this land and pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Thank you. That was amazing. Um, I do also want to start off myself by saying that you have the best business name <laughs> in the history thank of business you. names. Thank you. Love, love a little Ibis, bin chicken. Yeah, we do love the bin chickens. They get a bad rap, um, but I feel like, you know, if any of them are out there listening to this, yeah. <laughs> you're amazing. I feed them in the morning out the front of my house. They fly over from the Eagle Vale duck pond and they walk oh. up the street and I chuck some things out there for them and then the crows come and there's magpies. Oh, yeah. legend. Yeah. <laughs> that was a tangent anyway. <laughs> I love them. They're great. Love them. Yeah, I feel like, you know what, like the bin chicken, um, yeah, bad rap sometimes, but they don't deserve it. They're amazing creatures. So, yeah. So well, can we start off by getting you to tell us a bit about the bin chicken, your business, and I guess your journey to how you got to this point? Sure, I'd love to. So I'll start off by saying that um, I born and bred in Campbelltown. Um, we... Grew up in St. Andrews. I went to Robert Townsend High School. Um, but I've lived in South Australia the last 10 years um, in Adelaide. Um, and we returned to Campbelltown last April. And that's where it kind of all started. We are a very active family. So we go on nightly walks. Um, and we're in Escol Park at the moment. And just the amount of litter that's um, around in the community was really, like it really moved us. It was like shocking and um, we wanted to do something about it. So we ended up, it started by our nightly walks um, with the kids and my husband turned into picking up rubbish at the Eskol Park Sports Complex and it was a bit of a competition see to see who could fill their bag the fastest and, you know, the kids were getting really into it and um a lot of the um material that we were collecting was these refundable drink containers and I just thought this is ridiculous because in South like people are throwing money on the ground I'm like what's yeah. going on <laughs> South Australia's had a drink container deposit scheme for 40 years so you never you never ever ever hardly see mm. litter there um let alone you know your 10 cent container so I started looking you know um a bit uh, more a bit more research into this um you know litter statistics etc and found out that you know um drink containers still um are a still make up a large percentage of, of litter volume in new south wales um so we thought why don't we what if we started like collecting these materials from people like how can we encourage them to do that and then we thought well if we run like could we do it as like a competition so you can go into a drawer and um win you know um locally owned products and services um and like it just started from there so we just wanted to you know initially start um recycling drink containers like through residential homes um 
and sporting clubs and daycares. Um, and that's kind of where it's started. And then it's now it's expanded into, we want to like, we're trying to be a, like a, a supplier of um, Australian made compostable um, bags. So like bin liners and food storage, carry bags, produce bags. Um, because we need to stop using plastic. Um, so we're going down that avenue um, as well. And yeah, it's kind of going um, in like a bit of a, gone down a bit of like a rabbit hole, I suppose, where, <laughs> you know, you go one way and then you find out more and then you just, you know, you, we've, we've just adapted, particularly with COVID. Like we've had to... Um, change a lot of things that we do because we were working like closely with two um sporting clubs in the community but that's all stopped you know now with um the restrictions but um yeah I mean that's where we're kind of heading in a a direction where I want to be um like educating our community well I do feel like that leads a little bit into what I wanted to ask you next and that is I guess what are some of the key things that you would like to achieve um, you know, be it short-term or long-term as well? What are the, the goals of the bin chicken? So short-term, um, we're all about, um, so like our bottles and cans kind of recycling program is always going to be like a, um, it's more of like a brand awareness um, mm. sort of thing. So we want to increase our um, membership base in the community um, in that regard um, and also increase the amount of um sporting clubs and daycares that we have using our program. Um, our short-term goal is to increase the amount of drink containers by um, 10%, which is 2 million containers um, in two years in our area. Well, that would be a massive achievement for us in our community. That would just yeah. be great. Um, short-term as well, as we, I suppose, um, using social media to, to educate um, and show um, people how to compost or worm farm, you know, at home and um, just throw a bit more education out there about um, recycling. We want to take the overwhelm out of being um, sustainable or whatever because it's it's it can be quite overwhelming um, sometimes mm. and, you know, I know that people want to do the right thing. Most people want to do the right thing. They want to reduce, you know, their individual impact on the planet um so short term to add on to you know also like composting and worm farming but just to show people that if you just simply change like the products you know that you're using like for example just a simply a a bin liner if you switch over to a compostable bin liner then you and your household and are not putting any more plastic bags into landfill for example like that's a simple kind of thing and also short term is trying to get into um green grocers and retailers and say hey we've got these you know you don't need to use a plastic produce bag anymore you don't need to supply plastic bags to people we can use these australian made compostable you know um versions because australians use approximately like 10 million plastic bags per day a day and the Yeah, and the average, you know, time that they're used for is 12 minutes before mm. they're discarded. So, um, I get, you know, uh, again, that's the just changing what we use, not what we're doing um, kind of thing. Long term, we are diversifying in the waste that we um, will be collecting residentially, 
um, and with our sporting clubs and with our daycares as well. So we're expanding into, um, at the end of the year, um, wine bottles is one thing that we're going to start collecting as well. I suppose long-term, what I want to show is the products that we, and the I mean, the materials that we collect are being repurposed and remade into things, useful mm. things that you can purchase and use, you know, again, for, um, you know, in your home or yeah. at work um, because it's really, really important to buy recycled. We don't have the infrastructure um, at the moment in Australia mm-hmm. for those kind of, like, to create um, products. But um, long-term is definitely to, um, you know, connect the dots with other with other recycling companies, um, you know, in the area. We do have a few um, in the industrial areas. Um, and our plan is to increase um, the amount that we're putting that we're recycling in our own community instead of, you know, sending it up somewhere else. So um, so that's all about, you know, keeping people employed, keeping money in the, in our local, you know, economy. Um, Yeah. But we're waiting. We're connecting the dots. Things are happening um, slowly, you know, getting there. So that's long-term. Like Mm. we would love to have like a large scale um, either our own recycling, um, like like manufacturing facility in the area. Um, But I think we're just going to start small. We're just building it brick by brick. Mm. But, yeah, long-term, that's our plans to make, create items from the things that we collect, show people that, you know, your efforts that you put into recycle things, these actually do get recycled Mm. and they're made into something that you can use again. So, yeah. Keep updated. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I, I think you touched on a really good point just about the overwhelm that people feel when yeah. it comes to recycling. And I think that anything you can do to reduce that and kind of bust that myth of like that it's harder somehow to be better yeah. because it it really isn't. I think as you said, I don't know when we've spoken before about um you know, if you change one thing, it can, you know, you obviously your intentions are good and obviously that can then snowball that maybe then you change a second habit and a third habit down the the line. So, yeah, um, yeah I think baby steps is good. Um, yeah, brick by brick. And it's such a new, um, it's not new, it's um, it's it's a, a growing space in mm. Australia, the recycling um, industry as well. And there's... You know, there's a big overhaul coming, um, so that'll be good. Mm. Watch this <laughs> space. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So this podcast is obviously all about loving the shit out of life. It's all about positivity and happiness and joy. I want to know how this work gives you that, how you get joy and happiness from uh, the bin chicken. As a general thing, when I leave planet earth when I pass I would love to leave this place you know better than it originally was that's my motivating kind of factor I want to leave here have doing have done something good um I love the people that I meet and that brings me it brings me so much joy like the people there are a lot of grassroots 
um, you know, businesses and organisations um, in this space who are doing amazing things and um, that, like, we're all so supportive of each other. And, yeah, that just brings me so much joy, just meeting all these other people who care mm. and who want to make a change. And also it's good to talk to these people who are coming up against um, the same barriers that we are um, when we're, we're trying to work through this um, together. And just, like, and um, even just, like, like, interacting in the community, I mean, pre, pre-COVID and just... Um, you know, getting involved in the in the sporting clubs like down at Eskol Park and um, at Monarch Oval for um, at Campbelltown um, Footy AFL. Um, it's just so good to get out in the community and um, you know have chats with people and meet all these people I haven't met before. And life is being in your community is just so great. Like mm. I can't even describe it. And the conversations like people will say to me, like, "Oh, you guys are doing such a good thing." and um, et cetera, et cetera. So it's lovely to, to hear that as well. And it's very encouraging. So, I mean, and we're such a new, like we're such a new business. I've never run a business before. Like I've never done anything like this before. So it's, it's exciting to, like, I love learning. Like I've now enrolled in another course, um, like in a business course to learn a bit, well, to learn how to even run a business. But um, I just love it. I just think it's just, it's exciting for me. It is just I'm, so exciting. Because I'm loving the look on your face as you're describing yeah. this. <laughs> it's so sweet. <laughs> it is sweet, but it is so exciting. Like, you know, like, but meeting other people in this space or trying to, you know, recycle more and they've come up with all these fantastic, you know, like there's microplastic recycling facilities in New South Wales um, and they're just doing amazing things like like engineering molds and stuff and I can't it just blows my mind everyone is just so clever um yeah it's a good time I love it there's so much learning I love learning it brings me joy and happiness because what we're doing at home we model that for our kids so we compost we worm farm you know we pick up litter when we see it in the street we so also I'm getting the kids involved um is so awesome because they get so excited to you know shred the paper for the compost and (laughs) and then turn mix the compost and put the food in there and like you know check out the worms like it's just great like they just love it and they're they're beautiful little kids and they and they do care like my son says well we pick up mum I've got we've got to pick up this rubbish because I don't want it you know the turtles to 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 get sick you know so it's just you know something like as like a parent as well it's given like another layer of kind of like experience we can give our kids too Mm. oh that's so beautiful (laughs) your kids sound like angels (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yeah. get that on the record (laughs) that's what they are (laughs) no they are they are great kids they are they are great yeah they've got they've got big full hearts Mm. It's so important though, like to teach the younger generation, because I do feel that, you know, as I've gotten older, um, you know, more and more, I know I care about issues that I was kind of only hearing basics about when I was a kid. You know, I remember they used to have that clean up Australia day. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's still a thing. Um, Obviously maybe not during lockdown, but you know, I remember it was a really big thing and I had this, there was a teacher at my primary school who was really into it. 
And I remember like there was an, uh, like a Saturday or a Sunday where my mum and I were driving past like my primary school and she was outside where there was this big kind of bushy area nearby picking up litter on yeah. like a Saturday or Sunday. And it was like, oh, yeah. is that Mrs. Such and Such? Like, Yeah. That's crazy. It. What's she doing? But it's like, well, no, actually, she's amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think never- when you that stuff when you're a kid it kind of like that story just has stuck in my mind and even now when I'm going on walks just to keep my head clear in lockdown it's it's you know pick up rubbish if you see it I think that stuff really matters to hear that when you're young because it's important to take pride in your community as well like because we need to respect each other um Mm. as well and like I just feel littering is really disrespectful there are so many people around, you know, the Eagle Vale, <clears throat> Escol Park, Kearns kind of area, which is where we're at, who pick up litter. Yeah. There are so many and, uh, you know, bump into them on our walks and I've got this one lady, she goes, oh, it's the trash lady. She calls me the trash lady. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, they, they also share the same um, frustrations and concerns yeah. uh, around this and, um yeah, that a lot of people do pick up litter and pick up rubbish and um, even go and pick up dog poo that people mm. have left behind. Um, and, like, that, people care. There are people in the community that care so much and they're just, you know, they're great. So, yeah, there are people out there that care a lot about our community and love and cherish our community because we're not just a bunch of Westies, all right? <laughs> we don't just... See you around. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we're great. Campbelltown's great. There are some great, yeah, really, really awesome people here um, who care a lot. Mm, yeah. And I love them. Shout out to Sue. Yeah, Sue. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> go Sue. <laughs> thank, you, thank you so much for picking up litter around Eagle Vale. You're a legend. I guess on the flip side of the joy and the happiness and the positivity is, you know, handling challenges and obstacles in your life. And I always like to get a bit of insight from my guests in terms of the work that they do and I guess the expertise that they may have. How does that help them when dealing with any challenges or obstacles? So what what can you reflect on for that for yourself? We do come up a lot against a lot of um, barriers in terms of where we can put waste that we can collect. Um, That's the biggest thing. Um, Unfortunately, it's cheaper for people and companies and businesses to um, put waste into landfill, even with the the waste um, levy. Um, And we know this firsthand because we have sorted waste at a shopping centre in the area for two weeks and we you know, made up all of these different avenues where these um, materials, different materials could go and it's just not cost effective Mm. for um, big businesses at the moment to go down um, like the the proper avenues to recycle things. Um, How do I overcome these barriers? Um, We have invested a lot of... Um, time and energy and money into this business um I'm not one to go oh well it's too hard like this has got like this has got to work I've got to make it work I'm going to find a way Mm. to make it work um no matter what 
Um, so I just keep going. Like I just, oh, what's the saying? You say, oh, there's more than one way to skin a cat, which is horrible. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just say though. we don't endorse skinning cats on no, the I love shit out of life podcast. But you know, you, know you, you know, there's more than one way to do something. I'm not gonna, mm. like, I'm not going to take no for an answer. I'll, we um, are constantly looking at, at, at different avenues. Those avenues are out there. There are solutions out there. Um, we just keep going. Like I'm, I've never half asked anything in my life. I'm not going to half ass mm. this. So I just, you know, keep going. Love it. The determination. Um, I guess that that kind of leads me to what I wanted to ask you next. And you touched on it a little bit there, just with the cost effectiveness for business. Like what would you say are the biggest or the main barriers, um, particularly, I guess, in the local community that you find in the work that you do? Um, uh, I think one of the, the biggest barriers is, um, is there is a lack of awareness and that comes down to education. Yeah. Um, the MacArthur Centre for Sustainable Living runs so many courses, which are funded by the Campbelltown um, Council, to teach people how to compost and worm farm. And they, like, the ladies there are so legendary. They are doing such great work, you know, in this space and in our community and, like, so much respect to them. Um, but we, there's, we, we don't have, the, there's no one system that fits all there's no um there's a lack of system and there's a lack of infrastructure but there's also like that but education mm. as well and 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 the cost like it costs uh more for a business to um have you know a designated organics you know bin to get mm. processed and picked up and um <clears throat> processed correctly but then these like they need to have there's also a lack of systems in, in in each individual kind of space whether it's like a you know an office space or a cafe or, or or a or a pub there's no i've worked in hospitality here in new south wales and i i'm actually really appalled at the amount of waste that is getting put into like landfill general waste um you know, glass bottles, big mm. plastic bottles. Um, I can imagine. Like, I've never worked in hospitality, but it, the thought <laughs> of it makes me shudder. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it's it's very frustrating. But that's yeah, education systems, lack of infrastructure, are the biggest barriers. Um, but uh, we should have a food and organic and food organics and garden organic waste bin at every home mm. um, in, in our community. That would single-handedly divert so much waste from landfill and it would be, it gets, it would be created into, you know, it makes, it makes soil. Like we'd, something like studies have shown that, you know, it can be up to 50% of the volume of our red curbside bin is food waste or uh, and soiled um you know cardboards and yeah um other materials that can be composted mm. you know so if we had a, 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 a another bin like that a fogo bin that's what they're called 
to put those things in that that wipes out the that volume going into landfill and creating those methane gases and it also sorry chickens are <laughs> sorry um they're not bin chickens alexis no, chicken chickens. Chicken. <laughs> um if we had that it, it it would clear out the uh not clear out it would eliminate the the need for people to learn how to compost themselves at home or have a worm farm it would just be like a simple it would just be doing what they're what they're still doing taking their rubbish out but it's food and it goes into a different thing i've spoken to our council about it and it is something that they you know going to implement you know in the future um Let's go statewide. Come on, come on, Gladys. Yeah, well, it is ha- it is happening. It is happening. Should we have have it on? Every council should have a Fogo bin by twenty thirty. Okay. Um, but twenty thirty. Twenty thirty. I'm sitting here and I'm going, oh man. <laughs> we need a run. Let's yeah. not dawdle, people. We need a run to. That's to nine work. years from now. I'm. <laughs> I know. Wow. I know. Wow. I know. And like how many more like gas projects are we is our government gonna support? Mm. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. I was just gonna say you kind of touched on like obviously the compost side and worm farming. As someone who, you know, I, I think I do an okay job at recycling, but I still feel like I sometimes don't always get it right. Or to someone else who's just starting on their journey of, you know, environmental sustainability, what are some key little tips that you can give people like us? Start with the basics. I think um, switch out your plastic bin liners for a compostable bin liner. Like I said that before. If that will be reducing the amount of plastic bags that are getting put in the earth, like that's Mm. a good one. When you're out at the shops, Choose fruit and vegetables that aren't wrapped in plastic. And another another simple one, just bring your own bags. Like bring your own bags to the shop. Like make such a difference. And even if you do forget them, like I forget my bags sometimes. I um, just push my trolley up to the boot of the car and individually put it all in. So bring, in, <laughs> bring your bags. <laughs> bring your bags. It will save you money instead of having to buy a 15-cent bag from Woolies or coals each time. Mm. They don't need that extra 15 cents from you. No. Um, Share Waste is an app that connects um, people who want to compost or they, but, but they, they don't at home or they don't have the time for whatever reason. Okay. And you can donate your food scraps to a host Ooh. and they will take them and compost it for you. So that's an, a, a little, a good little tip there. Share Waste is great. Um, it's just an app you download on your phone. We're on Share Waste and we accept scraps um, for composting um, at our place. We've got two very full compost bins and we're about to get a third. <laughs> um, so that's another, you know, if you don't want to compost a worm farm at home, Share Waste is an excellent option um, for, for you to get your um you know, organic waste out of your, you know, red bin. Um, awesome. Yeah, for composting is great. Like it's just single-handedly the one of the most impactful things that you can do as an individual to mm. reduce, you know, your um, impact on the environment. Um, and last thing would be compost at home. Like it, I get it. I get it. I understand the barriers, you know, pe- people think that 
you know, it's got bad smells. It's going to attract, you know, the rodents and whatever. It's hard. I don't know how to do it. I don't want to do it wrong. Um, I am working on showing people how to do that. I'm working on creating a um, kind of like education kind of program through social media, free, 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 to show people how to do it. Reusable drink bottle. Like, mm. stop buying water in plastic bottles yeah if you just even like this here i've got a it's just a um an old sauce jar that i just use i've written <laughs> home but just, you, you just get one of those aluminium drink bottles or whatever you just re reuse it over and over and over again and that's a great little simple thing that you can do as well awesome yeah i think that's a good little list um by the way, to the listeners, uh, Alexis dropped off some compostable bin liners last week. So I'm very excited. We are going to start using them. I'm very excited. Obviously, recycling is a key component of the bin chicken and what you're trying to do. Um, and I guess for context, you know, we do have some listeners that aren't necessarily from New South Wales and some international listeners. So we've got the return and earn scheme, um, mm -hmm. you know, where obviously people, you know, collect their bottles um, you know, their beer bottles, their plastic bottles, and then, you know, put them in this special container system and they get money for them, which is really good. But I still feel like, as you said, you know, you still see people just leaving that stuff around the community. Yeah. Um, I guess one of the things around recycling, though, is that sometimes, and this is where I get a bit confused sometimes, is certain items like, you know, what can you recycle and what can't you? Are there some items that you've kind of come across in your conversations with people that they think are recyclable and they're not or vice versa like are there some key um, items you could rattle off just to give a bit of clarity to the listeners yes yeah, so I think uh, soft plastic packaging is really super confusing um mm. so that's like anything that you can scrunch in a bowl into a like a soft little into a little bowl so that would be like you know the chip packets or the um the sleeves that your cereal comes in um the plastic that your um, cheese is wrapped in, um, yep. for example, um, anything that you can scrunch, soft plastic. So they've got this recycling symbol on them um, and people assume, and rightfully so, that they those, that those soft plastics can go into your yellow lidded bin. They can't. Um, so those need to be separated and you need to take them to a drop-off um, point the red cycle drop-off points, they're at the front of Woolworths and Coles. Mm -hmm. um, you, once you start doing that, once you start separating and recycling your soft plastic through red cycle, you will be blown away by the reduction in volume of rubbish that you're putting into your red bin. Wow. So those products, so those waste, um, soft plastic waste gets recycled in, into, you know, like a, uh, fence posts, bollards, um, chairs, tables, Ooh. posters. So Reckless in Victoria, they recycle soft plastics. They've um, created a um, poly rock, which is like a, which is concrete mixed with plastic. Um, you know, so they're Reckless and um, what's the other one called? Plastic, plastic forests are, are doing great, great things in the soft plastic um kind of recycling so if people could just separate those and use the red cycle points at the front of cold and more worse um 
your soft plastics will be recycled, but you have to separate them from your yellow bin. Yeah. The other thing that is a growing kind of, uh, I say this because we collect litter in our community and we um, collect the data um, for that as well. So we've got weights and volumes and um, times and what sort of materials it is. Yeah, um, to better understand the litter habits um, in our community. Mm. One of the growing things is the disposable vape pens. Um, they are littered everywhere. Um, really? It's like this gen- yeah, it's like this generation's version of Siggy Butts. <laughs> they just, you know, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> I'm done. Fuck it. There you go. Chuck um, Madari out. <laughs> yeah. Chuck me disposable vape. Anyway, so they're, they're like the gun pods and the I get um, disposable vape devices and, you know, other similar brands. They contain a battery on the inside, which, and batteries can't go into regular bins because they can create a, a fire hazard. Mm. And also the outside of these vapes are either like a plastic casing or a metal encasing and then the mouthpieces are, are, are plastic. Um, it's infuriating and, and confusing for the consumers um, because these, on the packaging, they've got the recycling symbol. Yeah. So you go, oh, I can chuck her in my yellow. Yeah. yellow <laughs> it's right. <laughs> you know, uh, and, uh, and rightfully so, like you think you're doing the right thing. But that's, I. it's really infuriating because... I've, I've contacted these companies so many times um, and they, no, with no response, um, they need to be, they need to provide, provide a, a proper solution to recycle these items. Um, Absolutely. And they need to be held accountable as well, like for their um, fake messaging and fake um, saying, you know, something that's recyclable when it's, it's not they haven't there's no solution for these items um i've got a bucket full of vape pens that i've collected (laughs) just sitting there i'm going what do i do with this um so i think for an alternative if you you're if you're a vape person or or you're you're on the diaries and you want to get off the diaries i've truly like i really encourage um purchasing a refillable um device that can be used and used again um it's more comfort it's more cost effective long long term and it saves so much waste. Mm. Um, shout out to Vapols at Lumia. Um, <laughs> so, but like, it's not just the vape pens because it, it's the it's the packaging that these these items come in as yes. well. So they're um, they've got like a, a silicon piece that goes around the outside and they're wrapped in a plastic and then they're in a box. And then it's also the the energy and resources it takes to 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 create these items. So yeah, it's very it's very, very frustrating seeing a recycling symbol on a, on a product that just cannot be recycled. So mm, the pod, I get, I see you, <laughs> me and my people online, we're coming for you with your emails. <laughs> we won't stop. We won't stop. <laughs> okay. Afraid. There, are, there are people all over Australia who pick up litter and who have buckets of these vape pens there's nothing they can do with them. Oh. So we're right now, emails, we're coming in strong. You should be worried. Yes. Oh, I love to hear that. I love to hear that. Meanwhile, they shouldn't even be, they're not even allowed to be sold. But anyway. That's, yes. Um, that's I'm not going to interview point. with someone making bag. However they want to make their bag, I'm cool with that. But <laughs> yeah. 
Do it. If you're gonna do bad, do it good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we're coming towards the end of the podcast, and I always like to get my guests to sum up how they love the shit out of the topic. So, Alexis, how do you love the shit out of environmental sustainability? It's so fun. Like composting and worm farming is the best fun ever, and it is such a um, learning experience. Like a really massive learning experience. Um, I, I love it because it, it, it gives us another um, excellent opportunity to interact and engage with our children. And I, I love it because I enjoy, you know, going to a, a space that's been littered and then picking, picking that up and having a look at it and go, man, it's beautiful out here, mm. you know. Like we can do so, so much by making such simple, you know, changes. And I, I love it. It's just fun. It is so fun. Like I, I, I really enjoy picking up litter. I really enjoy composting. I enjoy like collecting eggs from our, our chickens and making, creating our own soil for our vegetable gardens. And yeah, it's a great time. And, and I feel, um, uh, you feel like <laughs> this isn't just me, but you feel quite smug not using a plastic bag. <laughs> you feel like you know, like I'm doing my thing. I'm, you know, like you know that meme where it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger and there's all like all the, all, all the like animals in the background and he's sitting there and he's like, <laughs> that's what I feel like. You know, it's great. It does, it does. It makes you feel good. It does make you feel good on the inside. It makes you feel good saying no thank you I don't need that plastic bag I've got my own it makes you feel mm. good not having to um purchase you know a, a bottle of water um it saves you money and um well I love money um <laughs> doesn't everyone know, it's great I just think it's it's the best fun it is the best fun and you know we got to live we got to live in this environment and we need to respect it and care for it. So what other things do you love the shit out of in your life? You've talked about your family, uh, your chickens, any other hobbies, any other things that you're interested in? Oh, man, other things that I'm interested in. Well, I, I, I love uh, I love my husband um, and my pooch. We've got a German shepherd. Yeah, she's great. I love the shit out of our chickens. They're awesome. Um, but I love... Um, you know, reading. I love reading like novels. I love going swimming and we're like going to the gym, like just at, you know, at Eagle I love the the people there and the community there. What else do I love? I love getting my nails done. Like I just love that. It's so good. Oh, and we're in lockdown at the moment. So <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the beauty no. the beauty uh regime has taken a hit, let's just say. <laughs> That's all right, though. That's all right. Yeah, like I live for my kids. I live for my family and um, so so blessed. We've, like we've got such a great life and it is a – we are so um, privileged to be able to create this startup um, business. I'm just really thankful and um, I need to, you know, um, sometimes ground myself as well because, like, this has just been – such a, a fantastic opportunity that we've you know kind of explored and you know we've we've got this opportunity to make a difference and we really really want to 
I also love what I actually truly love is if I'm driving along and someone's got a curbside cleanup going on, I always pull over and like rifle through that stuff. I picked up a, a well, like what was it a cupboard the other day? I've got it in here to put all my stock in. I love that. I love finding free stuff on the side of the road. And like a lot of the time, I think it's good. Like I'll pick it up and take it home and then put it on Facebook, and someone will come and grab it or you know whatever. I love that. Or I love just I love just like you know like using things. I always say, or oh, what does my nan say? She says you got to shop with your family first before you go shopping. So I love a curbside cleanup. I love that. I, you know, we've never had someone love the shit out of a curbside cleanup <laughs> on this podcast. That's the best answer. <laughs> okay. I picked up clothes, like clothes and shoes. And like, I haven't bought my kids clothes in forever because they're just fine on the side of the road in a bag. Seriously. You're amazing. <laughs> it's so good. Other people probably be like, ew, but I'm just like, nah, it's great. Look, it's called being resourceful and I feel like that's very important in this day and age. So how can people get involved with The Bin Chicken and engage with you online? So I would love for people to um, follow us on Instagram and Facebook, which is at The Bin Chicken AU. That would be great. If you just like and share a post, like that helps so much, like with the algorithm and getting, you know, our name out there. Um, if you are interested in joining our recycling program, we would love to have you on board. Um, and that's a simple registration through our website, www.thebinchicken.net.au. And just click on the register button. We've also got an online store there. Um, check it out. Hi, mate. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, um, yeah, check that out. Um, have a little geese. I always, you know, if someone will purchase something, I always give you guys like a little something, a little present on the inside too. We've got a community pantry um, that's out the front of our office, which is out the front of their 24-7. Um, I would like to say if anybody needs any um, food, please come and come and grab. It's always there. It's there for you. And if you would like to donate, um, as well that would be so awesome so yeah donate donate some food or um you know canned items um particularly you know at the moment it's been you know every you know towards the end of the week it's it's been it's empty you know because people in the community need it we've got to um understand that there are people that don't have a car Mm. There are people that don't drive. There are people who don't have any family, you know, within their radius as well. Um, support that. It's like we've also our daycare done another, has done a community pantry too. So, yeah, if you could engage, you know, in that um, kind of respect. We've, we've had so many donations from community members of food. Like I've been blown away by the support. Um, of that Um, we live in such a generous community we are full of people who do care you know about each other Um, yeah that's how you can engage with this at the bin chicken au i want to get to 500 followers come on (laughs) (laughs) yeah come on get them over the line well alexis thank you so much for being on the podcast and for sharing 
story of the bin chicken and what you guys want to do there. Um, I really hope that our listeners get something out of it. I know I have. And yeah, I can't wait to see you one day face to face when all this is oh, over. That would be so nice. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, I hope I was useful and didn't ramble on too much. Um, I didn't talk about Scott Morrison, so you don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, no, thank you so much for your time and this opportunity um, to, you know, get our, our, um, brand out there and you know just having a chat it's been lovely speaking with you so thank you so much